Blog Talk Radio. This episode of Attention Talk Radio is brought to you by children and adults with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Welcome to Attention Talk Radio, your ADHD information station where we help those with ADHD pay attention to attention. With your host, ADHD and attention coach, Jeff Copper. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to this edition of Attention Talk Radio. I'm your host, ADHD and attention coach, Jeff Copper. Our topic tonight, when ADHD coaches surrender to the smartphone. Uh, We're going to get to the content in a moment. Before we do, we'd like to thank children and adults with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder for bringing this program to you. In celebration of that event, we're anxious to give away free digital copies of Attention Magazine. To get yours, just listen to our show. We'll be sharing a secret word a couple times. Write it down. Listen to another show um, and write down the secret word of that show and then just email me just the two words. That's all you need to do. Email address is attention at attentiontalkradio.com. When we get it, we'll forward it to Chad. We'll get you a PDF copy of the current edition of Attention Magazine, and they'll send you a PDF copy of the next edition when it's in print. We have a little tip that we're going to share with you that Chad made, and we'll get into the show. Do you have questions you'd like to ask someone knowledgeable about ADHD? Chad's National Resource Center Helpline is the only place where you can receive an individualized response from a health information specialist on the full range of issues concerning ADHD. Our English and Spanish-speaking specialists are available Monday through Friday from 1 to 5 p.m. Eastern Time at 866-200-8098. Thank you so much, Chad, for your continued support. For those that are not aware, Chad is the largest not-for-profit organization that advocates on behalf of those with ADHD. We encourage all of our listeners to either donate or become members to support Chad. Financial stability is really important for them to have the resources to have people lobbying uh, on Capitol Hill for the ADHD community and working with different regulatory agencies on wording to make sure that uh, those with ADHD get the accommodations that they need in order to thrive. Again, for more information, to donate or to uh, become a member, go to chadd.org. Okay, everybody, we're here tonight with uh, Christine Robinson. She's a certified ADHD coach and an educational consultant certified by the Federation for Children with Special Needs in Boston. Christine has spent over 12,000 hours coaching children, teens, adults, couples, and college students. She received her bachelor's degree in psychology from Clark University and her master's in education from Finchburg uh, State University, graduating summa cum laude. As well as having her private practice in Nashville, Tennessee, she also is associated with the Hallowell Center in New York City, certified teacher and master coach who has over 20 years of uh, sales and marketing and leadership experience. She's considered an expert in the field of ADHD, special education, advisory work, and individual education plans. Christine also has her own training program for those who would like to add ADD coach their existing practice or start their own ADHD coaching business. Her website is uh, ADHDactioncoach.com. And with that, Christine, welcome to the show. Great, Jeff. Hi, how are you? Thanks for having me on today. I love having you on. So, um, everybody, the, the background on this, this um, the, the motivation behind this is um, for the last couple of years, well, actually for like long time, more and more, I've been seeing people using smartphones. And through the pandemic, I actually were, were talking to people that were having a hard time self-regulating around their smartphone. And people would actually admit, like, I've surrendered myself to some things. 
So I reached out into the ADHD community for thought leaders, for people that had, had similar experience, and Christine was really quick to get back to, like, oh, my God, I've seen this. And our show today is really very much about self-awareness and kind of what's going on with regard to the smartphone, and hopefully we can get people to pause and think about what's going on and able for them to do stuff. And so, you know, Christine, to bring you in on this, again, I'm, I'm seeing more and more challenges of people who – are using smartphones but can't seem to put them down. What's your experience? Oh, absolutely, Jeff. I really talk about this with multiple clients every day. And one of the things that I say to them is that what we're usually doing on our smartphones is not inherently bad, but Mm -hmm. what could be doing in place of those activities. Mm -hmm. And that's Kind of where I, I really start the conversation, and um, so I'll give my clients homework. Like, uh, okay, so you spent an hour on Instagram this morning in bed as you were waking up, and then I'll ask, okay, what what did you appreciate out of that hour? What what did you get out of it? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of when the light bulbs start going off. And I'm sure you've had that experience, <sighs> Jeff, with some clients. Yeah. What's interesting to me, and everybody, this show, we're going to be a little bit all over the place, but lots of stories. These are real stories. We're not making this stuff up. So this reminds me, I was working with a client who came in who wanted coaching because they needed structure in their day and, or routine. And I always say, well, let's just walk through it. Like, when do you wake up and what do you do? And, like, let's just start writing that stuff down because I find everybody's got to some sense of structure routine. And I'm going through the daily activity of this person, and we get to the thing done, and I said, okay, so I walked through, okay, you wake up, you do this, you grab your smartphone, you come back, blah, 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 we go all the way through it. And basically I go, so, okay, you, this is what you do every day. I said, you know, it looks like you're entertaining yourself for seven hours every day. And mm-hmm. they, they started to get really upset with me, like, like – they were offended by it. And I'm like, I'm just mirroring back to you what we had the conversation about. And it's interesting to me because in that moment, there was a defensive realization. Like emotional self-regulation is a bit of a challenge for people, and they feel threatened. They kind of fight back a little bit. And I'm like, I'm just, I'm just mirroring back what we said. I went through the time, and I've added up. You're entertaining yourself for seven hours a day. And it, was, it wasn't quite a light bulb moment in that, but a week later they kind of came back, and they were like, oh, wow, I am doing that. They still hadn't done anything about it, but this, these are the challenges that we have. Again, the person wants coaching on structure and routine of the day, and they have it, but what they don't want to give up is the seven hours of entertaining themselves. Real challenge. Right. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. I, I have found that as well, and I have many clients who are self-admittedly late every day to something, usually mm-hmm. in the morning, whether it's work or they're – meeting someone for an appointment and so I go through the same thing you know walk me through your morning yep and oftentimes people will admit oh, I was on YouTube I did one internet search and then I started searching something else and I went onto my text and you know 45 minutes later they should have been in the car 20 minutes ago <laughs> so you know we really I mean, and again, we're, we as coaches are not trying to beat these clients up. We're, we're trying yep. to help them. Um, but there has to be changes in behavior, and that's obviously what we're attempting to do with pretty much all of our clients so we can yep. 
get them on track so they're less stressed, they feel more in control of their yep. day. So, can, can, have you, by chance, have you seen the, the Netflix special, The Social Dilemma? I actually haven't. I need to watch it. So, for those that are listening out here, if you go on Netflix and you search uh, The Social Dilemma, there's a documentary. Of, I think it's like an hour and 20 minutes or whatever. It's exceptionally well done. I mean, exceptionally well done. And basically, they have a bunch of tech leaders at the beginning of it, and they're like, they're like, they're sitting there, and they're looking, their eyes are like rolling around. There's this is this thing that's kind of going on. And basically, the documentary kind of goes through. There's there's two parts of it. <clears throat> One, they've got tech leaders that are talking about like the building of like Facebook and Twitter and Pinterest and and these types of things. And then they have like a mock family that are kind of going through a routine. And one of the things that's striking about it is they talk about um, the fact that they've cracked the primitive mind and the the, the most primitive mind is a dopamine-seeking mind. And people with ADHD, Mm -hmm. I I call them dopamine addicts because they're always each foraging for dopamine. And they talk about how Mm -hmm. the like button on Facebook is speaking to your primitive brain and that notion of trying to get – to get more of that, and they, when they started putting that on the button, so people started having more difficulty getting off of it. And they, they go on into this documentary, and they basically start talking about how they're kind of manipulating people's behavior, and they can't control it. Meanwhile, on the side, there's a, a, you know, this family that's kind of going on. The mom puts all the cell phones of everybody into a lockbox so that they can have dinner, and one of the girls gets up and busts the thing open because she can't go without her phone. The reason I'm having this conversation is – What's interesting to me, Christine, is that these these things on um, on these phones they are consciously being built to be addictive. Kind of reminds me of oh, the old oh. cigarette motions, as they're trying to get you addicted to have a consumer for life. And so this is there. They're 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 not they're not hiding it on the documentary. They're just saying, yeah, they are doing this to get people's attention, which is really scary when you think about it, right? Oh, absolutely. Although I haven't watched the movie, I've done a lot of research on technology addiction. Um, I have, I've had quite a few clients who I think would be classified under that category. I've had clients come in and be, really, they have attempted to be on the phone in person with me in my, in my session. Uh-huh. And, and I have, you know, I, I do coach a lot of college students, but also adults as well, who literally cannot put it down. And, you know, these, these learned behaviors, because now people have been using iPhones for years, and especially our younger clients who have started out 13, 14, 15, who are now in their later teens or 20s, these habits are so ingrained. And they almost do have to look at that device as harmful, mm-hmm. but that is, you know, a, a very big mindset shift to make. Mm-hmm. And it really does take a lot of practice and time. They actually talk about in the documentary how I think it's the 18 to 21 crowd is the first age bracket that went through middle school with social media. And they're talking about yes. how suicide rates have gone up and depression has gone up. But let's come back to what you were just saying. We know that one of the major self-awareness, uh, executive function is self-regulation. And we also know mm-hmm. that self-awareness is one of them. And in the conference, like you're saying, that they're in your office with that in their hand doing that. They're not even aware that they're doing it. They're lacking the self-regulation because the urge is so strong, yeah. they can't actually kind of put it down, which is what this show is about, is to create the awareness around the challenges that we're starting to see with smartphones. 
So, I, I tell you what, yeah. you want to comment on that real quick before we go to break? Oh, no, no, it's okay. No, go ahead. So, I, we're, 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 everybody, we're going to continue this conversation. Um, I want to go to break real quick. Before we do, um, you've got to check out Christine's website. It's AD, ADDActionCoach.com. Again, it's ADDActionCoach.com. And our secret word tonight is smartphone. Again, our secret word tonight is smartphone. And we'll be right back after these messages. Your life, your world, your choice. This is Attention Talk Radio. Are you always late? The Time Timer is an award-winning time management solution that's helped millions of people with ADHD manage life better. As time passes, Time Timer's bright red disc disappears. Visit Timetimer.com and use the discount code ATR for 15% off. Transform lives as a professionally trained ADHD coach at the ADD Coach Academy. ADHD coaching is in demand, a calling, and a career. Learn how you can change the lives by going to addca.com slash ATR. That's addca.com slash ATR. Managing ADHD is about pausing before you ponder and proceed. This opportunity to practice pausing is being brought to you by gigcoaching.com. And now, back to Attention Talk Radio. Welcome back, everybody. We're here with Christine Robinson having a conversation about smartphones, particularly as it relates to coaching. And both of us have witnessed um, in recent years more and more people are having screen addiction problems to the point in time where I've actually said, listen, I cannot compete with your smartphone anymore. And actually said, listen, I can't coach you because it really was a decision that needed to be made that they were going to restrict their use um, because I wasn't able to have any impact. And, you know, Christine, we were talking before the break about how um, we implied that, you know, people making apps, particularly games and social media, the news media and the news networks, they're incentivized to to have you go to their sites because basically you're the product as they're selling them. So there's an incentive for them to make these things that are addictive. And people with ADHD struggle with self-regulation, so they're particularly prey for this. And – that, you know, the, the challenge of all this is having people have that self-awareness in order to realize what's going on, in order to put this thing down. And, you know, I echo what you were saying before. I've had people that will roll over. One person I was, was a professional who would roll over in the morning to take, turn his alarm off, which was his cell phone, and he would get on it, and he wouldn't get out the door for hours, hours. Yes. And what's yes. interesting to me is I said, you know. It's like you're rolling over and taking crack cocaine because once you start, you can't stop yourself. And I said, you know, why don't you get an alarm clock? I said, why are you using your phone for an alarm clock? He said, well, it's there. I said, well, why don't you get an alarm clock? He said, what? I said, you know, they still make alarm clocks. I mean, you can go down to the store and have one so you don't have to use the phone. And what was interesting was his resistance to that. Yes. Oh, I've had the same thing. Yeah, because I've had people, literally students, but other people too, this is not all the 18 to 22 crowd, be on their phone for two to four hours in the morning. People who have more flexible schedules in their business and they will not get out the door until 11 a.m. It, 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 we're, we're marrying this to you, everybody. If you're watching the show, I mean, this is scary, but literally people are rolling over. They're not getting out the door because when they put it up, they think I'm only going to be on it for a couple seconds and hours go by. Again, it goes back to their design to be addictive. And I go back to the reaction that I'm getting from people is like, you know, you can get an alarm clock is the defensiveness, like, like 
well, no, I can't. Like, like I'm like, seriously, it's, it's, it's a simple type thing. These are really intense mm-hmm. reactions we're getting from some people, which kind of is, it, 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 it mirrors addictive behavior. Thoughts on that? Oh, a- absolutely. And the other thing, too, Jeff, is, is social media and, well, people say, you know, young women, but it also has an equally um, terrible effect on young men. Mm-hmm. Instagram is probably one of the worst social media apps out there um, for addiction and there have been studies that every minute you spend on it, the likelihood of you being depressed is just being multiplied each minute. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's that comparison of your life versus others. It's, I mean, body image. I mean, so many, you know, different things. But I, I have had clients who have willingly disabled Instagram and other social media apps. Because mm-hmm. they really realize after doing some exercises, um, one of the exercises I will do with them is ask them, if you spend an hour on one of these apps, write down how you feel afterwards and keep a journal of that. It doesn't have to mm-hmm. be anything long. It could be a couple of sentences. So mm-hmm. after a week or two, they look back at that and they can see that rarely was it a good response, mm-hmm. you know, for them emotionally and psychologically. So I think some of those exercises right, really might help, you know, our listeners yep. today. Absolutely. So, yeah. so let's. Let, let, I just want to like just talk about that a little bit. So, um, for some people out there, when I'm coaching them, I'll you know I'll mirror back, hey, you know, you you're, you're spending a lot of time in this. You know, what what is it you're not doing as a result of it? And um, you know, a lot of times there's that realization, and two things happen. One is they go get an app blocker, or two, mm-hmm. they get one of those lock boxes where you put your phone in the box with a timer so you kind of can't get to it. Have you have you had a similar experience, and is there other technology you've seen people use? Yes, people, people definitely suggest them. I rarely suggest them because all of those things can be disabled, and the bottom line is that everyone has to practice self-control. So I, my personal philosophy is if you start relying on those things, those are very short-term fixes that probably mm-hmm. is not going to get the result that you really want to. Um, you know, one of the things that's worked for a lot of my clients just to, you know, parameter their day so they are allowed to spend X amount of time that is agreeable on either social media or apps or games. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to practice and days mm-hmm. to really find that rhythm mm-hmm. of what they're comfortable with and how they can put it down in a way. So it's interesting. We have a little bit different tracks, which is kind of, you know, there's all kinds of different styles. When I'm working with people and they're like, oh, my God, they do that, they usually want to try something like that, and I let them go ahead and do it. And I actually have had a handful of people that are able to do that. Um, lock their mm-hmm. phone down, whatever. I mean, I've had one gentleman, I remember, he basically went to his wife. They got a parental control. He had like a, a kid account, locked the thing down. She had the password. And then if he wanted to make any changes, he'd have to go to her, explain what he wanted, and she'd have to go into the phone and make it happen. And he, he set it up like I could do YouTube during lunch and stuff like that. And he was smart mm-hmm. enough to say, listen, I locked down the app so I couldn't download any of the programs. And it worked. But more often than not, um, I'm finding that people put that on and they can always find a way around it. So they put well, it on, they take it I off. Mean, they... I, yeah. 
Yeah, and, and, and to be clear, I would discourage anyone from trying this. Like, I have parents who shut down Wi-Fi at 11 p.m. or 10 yep. p.m., and yep. that is great for the under-18 crowd, in my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we, we definitely try different things yeah, so, for different people. So, yeah, so one of the things I'm doing is, is just to kind of finish the story, is I do that, and then I sit there and mirror back and says, it seems like, you know, you're always, you're always finding a way or an excuse to get through, around it. Over a period of time, because it's sometimes they're kind of in denial over a period of time. So then we get it, we kind of up the thing, up the thing a little bit. And sometimes you, they, oh my God, this is, this is, yeah, I, I've got a, wow, this is worse than I thought. Like I'm noticing that I'm not able to sustain myself. Then there's a crowd at that point in time when you can sit there and say, you know, hey, you understand this is kind of going on. And I've got part of the crowd will then turn to outsized resource. Hey, will you take my phone from me? Right. So that mm-hmm. I can't do that, or you'll, you'll come to me. I don't mind that so much, is because it's self-directed behavior. If you go to a spouse, girlfriend, or friend and say, "Well, you come and take this from me, right?" Every night because I'm not <laughs> able to come to you, it is a self-directed behavior, and I'll let them try that. And it works sometimes, but most of the time it doesn't. Then we get into the next <laughs> realm where I'm like, "Well, what would it be like to get a flip phone?" There's a certain right. crowd, there's a percentage that I found that actually will go do that. And they, can actually, they get the flip phone, they're not tempted by it, and they're, they're really kind of good to go. Um, and mm-hmm. I'm kind of impressed with that kind of crowd because at first there's some resistance and stuff like that, but they kind of get on board. And then there's the crowd that's left, and that's the one where they won't do that, they can't do this. And I've literally have had people that I was coaching, and you know this seems to be a problem, and we were doing Zoom calls with addiction specialists, and they're talking about mm-hmm. – and, and not to get into the details of it, but it was interesting because the addiction specialists you know, never be, get between an addict and their drug, which kind of mm-hmm. goes back to where you're saying because they didn't suggest the app blockers and stuff were very effective because they just start to get around it. We're going to pause here, everybody. Remember, this show is really <laughs> about self-awareness, and this – People are like, well, what do I do? What's the quick fix? There's not a quick fix on this. What Christina and I are talking about is self-awareness and the ability to put this thing for your own free will is kind of really what this is all about. So mm-hmm. I, I stopped to remind everybody what we're doing there. But as we're starting to do, this is starting to sound more and more serious, right? Absolutely. Tell you what, let's go to a break, and we'll come back and just talk about a couple other stories, and we'll kind of pull this thing together. Everybody, you need to go check out Christine's website at AD actioncoach.com that's addactioncoach.com and our secret word today is smartphone with that we'll be right back after these messages you're listening to attention talk radio we'll return in a moment your life your world your choice this is attention talk radio change your life by learning more about managing adhd other places give you a few tips The ADD Coach Academy will change your life. To find out more, go to addca.com slash ATR. That's addca.com slash ATR. Are you always late? The Time Timer is an award-winning time management solution that's helped millions of people with ADHD manage life better. As time passes, Time Timer's bright red disc disappears. Visit Timetimer.com and use the discount code ATR for 15% off. Could hiring an attention coach really help you move forward? (laughs) Does a child get wet when they dive into a swimming pool? You can get started moving forward today. Just call Dig Coaching Practice at 813-837-8084 and schedule a free consultation. 
Tell us you heard about us on Attention Talk Radio and get 50% off your discovery session. For more information, visit digcoaching.com. Don't delay, do it today. And now, back to Attention Talk Radio. Welcome back, everybody. We're here with Christine Robinson having a conversation. Really, this is all about self-awareness, which is an executive function and a challenge for many people with ADHD emotionally because they resist it. They want what they want. They want to feel good, not later, not a little bit. They want to feel really good right now. And we're starting to realize these smartphones are really designed to make feel people feel really good right now. And so given a crowd with, with that struggles with self-regulation, the high correlation between addictive-type behavior – uh, we're starting to realize that this is a big challenge, and uh, again, this is really all about self-awareness. And at the end of the day, Christine, what I'm hearing that you're doing a lot is you're dealing with self-awareness. It's like, okay, you're spending some time. I want you to journal on how you feel when that is over with. Like, how does that feel, or what is it you could have been doing had you not been spending this time here? One of the things that I do is it'll come to people and like, okay, so you're you're you want to go forward life or you want these things. I'm hearing you're spending you know five hours a day on this thing. How can I help you? These are all really basically things that we're using to help um, people to look at the data, look at the numbers, to gain some self awareness so they can be a choice. Does that make sense to you? Is there anything to add? Oh, yeah. Um... I believe that these things, at least from my perspective, need to be done somewhat gradually. So one of the other things I would suggest is putting your cell phone in a drawer or in a different room. And especially with my student college population, this really has had impact because their ability to concentrate on the paper that they're writing or the studying that they need to be doing is most students say, I got twice as much done with my smartphone being in the other room. Mm-hmm. So even if it's just an hour at a time that you're away from it, or say you're going to go take a hike or something with a friend, let them take their phone, leave your phone home. So you mm-hmm. can be practicing just being a, away from it for a couple of hours, you know, mm-hmm. without having it attached to your body. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so I mean, this has really become an appendage, Jeff. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so here, let, let's. There's this thing out there called free will. Right. Yes. At any point in time, as a coach, I can help people. I can make it a lot easier. I can help somewhere. But there's a there's this point in time where that individual is really on their own. They have to make their own decision. And I remember I was coaching a, a person one time in college, and they would call in and they would say, I need coaching, I'm not making it to class. And I would ask some questions and I began to realize, like when you wake up, you put your feet on the floor, where is Xbox? And basically is right at their ankles. Yes. And they would pick that thing up and I'd say, you know, you're kind of done for the day. And they wanted me to give them a tip, a trick, or a strategy. And it was funny because I would mirror back, like, you think that if I set an alarm or you put a poster up, like, you're going to override that every single time. Like, there's really nothing I can do. There's mm-hmm. nothing that you can put in place because you're just really going to ignore it because you can't even go to the bathroom, if you will, before that happens. And my epicenter here in the lesson is there's a self-awareness level to this, and at some point in time it starts with that individual. Now, Christine, if you've got a story of somebody you've been able to do a tip, trick, or shot to make that happen, let me know. But for the most part, I'm finding most people want something else 
to do it is if they're going to wave a magic wand, it's going to happen. And my experience is it's it, for some, you could put some stuff in there. And if, if, if they're self-aware, it will help them. But a lot of the, my crowd, it starts with them and they have to own it. Thoughts on that? Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, we have the same crowd of people. It, this is self-discipline <laughs> and it's self-awareness. Um, you have to want to make changes. But, you know, believe me, relationships will be sacrificed. Jobs may be lost. College degrees not earned. And this is all becomes, you know, part of, you know, when we build priorities with people, Jeff, like in the initial, mm-hmm. you know, few sessions, like what do yes. you really want to change? And so if that, if you're going to allow, the client is going to allow that to override everything else, you know, we can only do so much. Yep. You know, we're, we're here for ideas and support, but they have to say that, that these other things are more important to them than playing a game or being on Facebook or Instagram. Yes, they really do. And everyone, I don't want to minimize this is really difficult because it feels really good and it's escapist types of things. But again, this show is not to scare people or demonize them, but it really comes down to self-regulation. Right. It really comes down to the individual. We can help people journal and become aware of some of this stuff, but there's a certain level that the, that you're really in control and that's really what has to happen. And I reiterate that the people that are doing a lot of these things on smoke smartphones they know what they're doing they know how to make it more difficult for you and there's an incentive for them to do that um, I'm gonna repeat there's an incentive for them to get you more addicted to their thing because it makes them money and I'm hoping sometime at some level that realization will help a certain crowd out there realize what's going on and be able to put them down so any other thoughts before we kind of wrap this up this is such an important topic Jeff, I mean, this impacts so many things, and I just want the the listening, um, our listeners to really take this in and just think about all the things that maybe you don't do anymore because of this technology. You know, people have given up reading books, you know, doing art, uh, you know, I don't know, household chores, (laughs) you name it, Um, which is not good, but... But, you know, we're here to help and uh, and support. But as yep. you said, Jeff, it is up to our clients. That there's a level that's there. So with that, Christine, thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh, well, thank you. Really appreciate it. Everybody, go check out our website at addactioncoach.com. Again, addactioncoach.com. Our secret word tonight was smartphone. We hope you've taken something away from our show some insight, some self-awareness. With that, we hope you've enjoyed us. Catch us next week for another great edition of Attention Talk Radio. Take care.